0: We're joined by Vernon Davis, former Washington tight end, NFL tight end, to talk about his latest project. And, of course, we're talking a little Washington Commanders football right now on today's bonus episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome commanders fans, to this bonus episode of the Lockdown Commanders podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, sometimes twice daily, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or your Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media covering your Washington Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me there or here or on Twitter at d harrison 82 coming up on today's episode vernon davis former washington former nfl tight end joins me to talk a little bit of washington commanders a little bit of football but also fill us in on his latest project a movie where he plays a serial killer you're not going to want to miss it here it is Joined now on the Locked On Commanders podcast by Vernon Davis, former NFL tight end. Four seasons with Washington in the late 20-teens. But of course, Maryland DMV product. A lot more time around Washington than than in the franchise. 14 years total playing football at the highest level. Vernon, you know a thing or two uh, about this this NFL franchise that, that I host a show about, obviously. Uh, let's start off right there real quick. What do you What do you see when you look at the state of the Washington Commanders today?
1: I feel like they have a lot of great players. I feel like they have done well with making sure that they could um, just making sure they bring the right guys in from uh, just a, uh, just a personality and just like, when it comes to players, I'm, I'm trying to put this. Specific. So when it comes to players, you want guys in the locker room that can inspire other guys, guys that are great locker room guys and not just, um, guys who are good on the football field and they they've done that and they're continuing to do that and I, I think they they've done a wonderful job. And I can only I only have have nothing but respect for the commanders because uh you know, not just because I played there, but also because of how they're they're navigating and and bouncing back from all the you know all the things that we hear about in the media. But they're I think they're handling 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 it the right way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely want to talk more about the team uh, and and the state that kind of they're in right now and moving forward. But uh, you also have some some things going on of your own, of course, that we, we also want to talk about. Uh, most importantly, today, uh, a movie coming out called The Ritual Killer, where you play a character named Randoku. Um, first of all, what, what can you tell us about the film and, and what can you share with us about the uh, the character?
1: Yeah, I play a character named Randoku. Randoku. Um, uh, the film is a great film. It's based on a true story. There's a there's a tribe a tribe in South Africa, who's um, harvesting body parts, and in this film you'll see Rendoku as the antagonist. He's he's the guy that Morgan Freeman, well Cole Hauser is going after. But he goes to he take a visit to see Dr. Mackles, which is played by Morgan Freeman, to try to figure out how to stop Rendoku from killing and harvesting body parts yeah. my character rendoku is uh he has a he has a die he, he has a he has an accent like he's a, a south african dialect he also speaks a little zulu in the film where you see it and he's uh um, he's tough he's very he's very skilled and he's he thinks out he's very he's he's really strategic about who he's going after and what he's going after so so the Depending on what you're looking for, if if, uh, if someone from corporate is going to Randoku, they prob they probably have issues with some part of their, some part of themselves as far as their brain, their eyes. Maybe they want to see better, right? Maybe they want better eyes. So yeah. Dr. Uh, Randoku is going to find someone who has good eyes, you, you know, and he's gonna he's gonna harvest their body parts and he's gonna make it into a tea. So that the person who's uh, who's interested can drink it and, and be become uh, powerful and have better eyes.
0: Yeah. You, you know what? You talk about the eyes, uh, man. When, when I so I got when I got to see the movie, um, I was watching it. Uh, my wife w- was with me and there is a part. And, and, and this is in the trailer, so I know I can I can talk about this. You're in a bar and you're talking to a bartender named Terry and you you say to her, I like your eyes. And, man, I have two daughters. And I literally turned to my wife and I said, if our daughters didn't get out of that bar in that <laughs> moment, like, oh, my goodness, like that was like i felt scared for her and i think and i think that's that's kind of like the objective as an actor right like that's what you want to do is bring the audience into that moment i just like i put my daughters in that mo- moment i'm like man uh, you better get out of there um what's what's the process like i mean you mentioned like the dialects and and the, the reality the, the true story that, you know the, that this is based in something that happens and, and i don't want to give away too much obviously but even in the beginning of the movie morgan's character kind of talks about like how different cultures and you know it might surprise you um, being in in our culture, what you see from other cultures, what is it like getting in, in into the process to play a, a character like that? Uh, you have to have something really, really deep that you're, that's inside your soul.
1: You know what I mean? Like you, you really have to to become that character. Mm-hmm. Like, There's something that has to be really bothering you to become that kind of that kind of character. You know what I mean? And and in the space like that you have to ask yourself, what's, okay, what am I, what's something that I can use to really bring out the best in this character, right? And for me, as growing up as a kid, i give you give you kind of the backstory. So growing up as a kid, I grew up in Washington, D.C., Northwest Washington, D.C., and my mom was on drugs. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I remember just having, I vividly remember having this feeling when I saw my mom the first time in, the, in an alley being served by someone I grew up with, right? Mm. And I had this, I had this like this, like I just wanted, I just wanted it to stop. I was really mad, I was really upset and I held on to it. And in this film, in my eyes, I was, that's what I was holding on to. I wanted to, this as this character, I was like, how can I kill, how can this character kill everyone? Make like, this character? And for me, I wanted to, going back, I had this imagine. I imagined that I was, I was going after everyone for, for killing my mom. Cause my mom died in 2021. So I had to use that. So basically the guys who were serving their drugs that I, that I knew I had to go and seek redemption for what they did to my mom. So I had to believe that, believe that was actually happening believe it was true inside of my, inside of my, uh, my
0: mind and my heart. Man, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. I mean, that's you know, that's that's intense. I'm sorry for, for your loss, obviously. But I mean, I'm glad that you were able to tap into it, you know what I mean, to, to kind of help it shine through the character. Cause you know, I think I think we've all seen a lot of athletes go into into acting, right? But sometimes, you know, and, and no disrespect to anybody for, for what they're doing for their crap, but sometimes it looks like a football player who is in a movie. You you know, you definitely I mean, you're an actor. You know, what I mean, you're an actor portraying a character, and I think that that explains really well kind of how you were able uh, to do it. You don't look like a football player um, in a movie; you look like an actor in a movie, which I think obviously is the point. So I appreciate you you opening that up uh, as well. Um, I do want to ask you kind of the Tom Brady question. I also cover the Buccaneers, so I was I always kind of feel bad a little bit sometimes when I ask the Tom Brady question because it gets asked all the time. But you got a chance to work with with Morgan Freeman, um, obviously, you know, one of the, one of the main characters. Uh, in this movie, what was what was that like? Is that the first time you met Morgan, or, or have you met him before? What was what was that kind of like that process?
1: It was actually my first time working with him. Yeah, he was uh, he was unbelievable, man. Eighty something years old, he was he had the most energy on set. He would come in. He was the first one on set in rehearsals, and he was the last one to leave because he wanted to ask all these questions. Because normally, what happens when that when you're rehearsing and you and the director, the director may give you tell you to do something, but then as an actor, you have you try to figure out, okay, why do you want that? Why why it doesn't if it if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense, right? But so you you have to figure out what's going on. You have to do your research and just have a, a great understanding of why the director wanted you to make this choice. Right? So you guys, so he that's what I mean, that's why he's great. That's why he's great. So when I saw that I was like wow this dude is impressive. This is amazing. He can go right back to his trailer, like any A-lister. He can, mm-hmm. he can take his time getting the set, but he didn't do that. He chose not to do that. And that's uh that means a lot. That's big, that's huge.
0: I, I could only imagine uh, working with He's 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 one of those guys. I'm sure you've seen uh, like the the memes and stuff online where like he's he's got that voice that that presence about him. That voice from from his his career where like he said something and just sounds more intelligent and 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 he he probably tell you a lie and it comes across as factual in your brain just because of kind of who he is and the way that he carries himself. Today's bonus episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but you don't want all the fat and the calories, you've got to try Built Bar because with Built. Health is actually tasty. Healthy is actually tasty. And they're so delicious, you're not going to realize that they're good for you. Covered in 100% chocolate with unbelievable flavors like churro and peanut butter brownie, while only carrying 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, but 17 grams of healthy, healthy protein. For years, we've been telling you to go to built.com, but now you can go to Walmart and get yourself a four bar box, or you can go to Sam's Club and find a 13 bar box of some of the greatest flavors built has to offer. Of course, you can still go online and find some of your favorites at built.com such as gluten-free brownie batter puff or the all new mint brownie puff wherever your preference whatever your preference grab yourself a built bar built difference <laughs> um, another person accomplished possibly the most accomplished hire that the Washington Commanders have ever ever made an individual Eric enemy, multiple Uh, time super bowl winning offensive coordinator now also the assistant head coach of the commanders what did you think what did you think about that news when that when that came around that it was going to become a real deal here in washington
1: yeah like i said before these guys that when it comes to commanders i really i strongly believe in them i know a lot of people are doubting them and and just trying to come up with different ways to to patronize the commanders because they haven't won really. They haven't really been a winning team in years, but I don't see it that way. It's in order to get to the top, you have to be at the bottom, right? And you have to go through certain things to be able to appreciate what you went through. And I think that, like I said, the players they have in the locker room are really defined. They have character. They have everything you need and uh, a great player and and a great person. They have that. They've done that. Now they have to just continue to continue to build on that and bring in the right pieces um, to help make this organization a winning organization. And I think they're, they're doing just that. So I, I believe in them, I'm excited for them, I'm happy. I can't wait to to see what this year is going to bring.
0: Absolutely. And obviously EB has had some successful tight ends during his, his coaching career. Uh, Travis Kelsey, but also some of the things they do with Noah Gray there in Kansas City are, are pretty impressive. Logan Thomas uh, is the veteran in the room, so he's undergone some coaching changes uh, and coordinator changes in his career. But a lot of those guys are in the tight end room right now uh, are young. So when there is a new coach or a new coordinator change, whether it's because you're going somewhere new or someone new is coming in, you've, you've, you've done both of those things in your career. Where, where would you give them advice? Where would you say their focus needs to be? Uh, in order to to acclimate to their their new coach, co- coordinator, play caller, uh, but also do it in a way to be the most successful as a player, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I think you ask questions. You you ask t- like I was talking about. I was re- I can relate this to the to the Morgan Freeman story. Like he come he's coming in early, he's leaving later, and he's asking questions. So once you, you ask questions, and you get to know the offensive coordinator, understand what he wants from you, and just just be a student of the game, be a student. of mm-hmm. And get to know them. you you guys create create a cultivated relationship and you go out and you you win as one right but you got you have to be on the same page you have to understand and the and the office coordinator has to know you not just a football player as a person but yeah if I'm that if I'm the player I'm getting to know that office coordinator because I want to I want to become his friend I want to be I want to become I want to get close to him so that we can we can work together and uh we can communicate effectively
0: Absolutely. Now, during your playing career, you you worked on some projects, some Hollywood projects, even while you were still playing. Um, But I mean, even your your retirement, right, was done in in an acting and a skit performance. Um, So obviously the 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 acting side of things has kind of been with you for for a little while now. When did you decide that you were going to make a run at Hollywood as a full time pursuit once your once your playing days were over?
1: Well, I didn't really know. I knew what I I had a goal. I had I had a vision, but I didn't really know how it was going to unfold. I just relied on faith and I said, I'm gonna take a chance and I'm gonna do this and, and just see what happens. So when I got done with the commanders in 2019, 2020 rolled around, it was February. I had walked away from the facility by then and a buddy of mine had a script called Red Winter. We went out to Colorado and we, we filmed a movie. And after that, you know, I, I, I felt like I learned a lot. That was quite the journey you know filming especially those night scenes being up getting up at 8 p.m to go on set and finishing at five or six in the morning that was that was a real test for me and you know i i struggled i struggled i, I couldn't i didn't know how i was gonna be able to get through that night because i i never done anything like that you know but yeah. with the background that i have from training camp days and just staying up late studying um having long days on on the football field and in the meet in those meetings really helped me get through that night and from there i was like wow this is uh i got through it now it's time to go on to the next one and i went to the next i did my next film a message from brianna then after that i was in films with bruce willis twice i went on to the next one and just it was like uh it was like the, it was like an olive tree you know projects just kept falling
0: today's bonus episode of the locked on commanders podcast is brought to you by fanduel With the NBA season nearing the playoff, push now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers, you get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drained. You can even bet on division winners, conference winners in the NBA. Or if you already know who the finals winner is going to be, go ahead and put some money on that, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. Same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if you go to FanDuel.com locked on. That's FanDuel.com locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And you've got more coming up, right? I mean, I, 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 at least according to your IMDb profile. I don't honestly know how accurate IMDb is. I don't know if, if that's the kind of the equivalent of like stat scouting for for the movie world, for the Hollywood world. But you've got some other projects coming up as well, right?
1: Yes, yes, I got multiple projects coming up. I got some, I got some cool ones, a big one, possibly another one with Morgan Freeman. And uh, so I'm just gearing up for that. I got my script and just just getting ready. Um, but yeah, so it's it's exciting. It's going to be
0: fun all right well we look forward to those uh, as well but this one called the ritual killer available now today in theaters uh also on demand so make sure you guys check that out again Vernon. when i watched it was a great experience watching it i was very grateful uh to get to watch that and and like i said some very intense moments in that movie um um so credit to you i don't know how you you guys do it i i I know that i couldn't be an actor so uh so i i greatly appreciate those of you guys uh who do um last question i have before we let you go though um so the Rock, right? So he, Dwayne Johnson, he went from football to wrestling to acting. Now, one of these scenes, and, and I don't know how many of your own stunts you do and and all that stuff, but uh, you you put a pretty good hit on Cole Hauser. At least your character did. If that wasn't if that was your stunt double. You can you can let me know. But um, have you put any thoughts in, into going to wrestling? Because you're obviously still in shape. Um, and I know some in, some injury concerns and, and things like that as you get older. But like, have you have you thought about making that uh, that 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 avenue into wrestling?
1: No, 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 no. That's not for me. A lot of the stunts <laughs> in, uh, in the Ritual Killer, I'd say most of them that you see, uh, as far as me uh, running into Cole Hauser and all those things, that, that was pretty much me. I did a, yeah. I did a bunch of the things. I did a bunch of the stunts myself because they, they didn't really. Yeah, some of it was challenging, like going down the side of a building, and I saw that. Day.
0: Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, I had to do it multiple times, but being that i have that uh, an athletic background it made it it was it was seamless for me it was seamless but it's yeah. something that i would want to do in every every film i wouldn't do all of my stunts every film it, it's a lot it's a lot man <laughs> i just want to get the work done and get in get out and get back to my trailer
0: absolutely absolutely understandable understandable so so no vernon davis to wrestlemania coming up guys but you do have them again in the ritual killer bail in the theaters and on demand and even more projects coming up so make sure you you keep an eye out for that vernon hopefully we can talk about those projects as well we appreciate you uh sitting down, sitting down with us today absolutely thanks for having me thanks again everybody for making a locked on commanders podcast first listen to your first view of the day highly recommend that you go view uh, this new movie from Vernon Davis it was a very good movie. Very happy that I got to see it and speak to Vernon about it. If you don't do that very next thing here, make your next listen or your next view. The Locked On NFL Draft podcast where Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez are providing you in-depth coverage of the biggest NFL draft prospects with deep dives into the sleepers and hidden gems that can change your favorite NFL franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every. Dave, let me know what you think of the movie. If you go see it, or let me know what you think of Vernon Davis and, and his comments down here in the YouTube comments if you're watching us on YouTube or hit us up in the DMs at LO Commanders on Twitter or at Harrison 82 on Twitter and let me know what you think and how you're doing and what you want to talk about. Signing off for today, I'm David Harrison, staff writer for Commander Country of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me there here or on Twitter again at Harrison 82 Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe. Be, please be kind to one another. And we'll see you next time right here for the next episode of Locked On Commanders.